favorite guests and one of our most downloaded guests on the replay and he's the author of many books including gods and throne gods and thrones gods of ground zero gods of the final kingdom the rabbi who found messiah you can find his uh, all of his books over at amazon he's got an entire amazon section set up it's carl c-a-r-l g-a-l-l-u-p-s carl gallops he has his own radio show he is also a pastor of a church in North Florida. He brings with him uh, decades of experience in law enforcement before becoming a pastor. And we welcome Pastor Carl back to the broadcast. Good to have you with us, sir. Jim, Pastor, excuse me, Brother Jim Paris, dear friend, God bless you. Thank you for having me on. Don't call me pastor because people are mad at me this week. They probably say he doesn't deserve to be a pastor. (laughs) Thank yeah, you, though. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, make me an honorary pastor for the interview. Uh, yes, sir. So okay. uh, before we get into this book, which is fascinating, uh, I wanted to ask you, you know, you're a guy who's you, you've been around for, you know, decades in law enforcement and now as a pastor. Yeah. And and, you know, you're somebody that writes a lot about Bible prophecy. Uh, what do you make of all that is going on right now? My goodness, Jim, I could speak to you for two or three hours about this. I preach. I've been preaching, teaching, been doing radio, television interviews. Listen, you're right. I come from 10, 11 years of direct law enforcement experience, two different sheriff's offices under three different sheriffs, uh, one of them doing some of a lot of my own criminal investigations. Uh, then I come from, uh, gosh, 33 years of direct pastoring ministry, 33 years pastoring the senior pastor of one church on the Gulf Coast, been through a couple of generations of people down here on the Gulf Coast. And so with all of those years of, of, of real life human experience dealing with these kinds of things at the ministerial level, and yes, even at the law enforcement level in my years, um, yeah, my, my insight is this, look, I have said for decades, and I've really ramped this up in the past three or four or five years, we are living in the most prophetic time since the first coming of Jesus Christ. And listen, the clock started ticking with the return of Israel, a 2,800-year-old prophecy lying dormant, but yet declared in the scriptures, burst to life just 71 years ago. And look what has happened in those 71 years. When Israel came back, we all watched it, or those that watched it, on black and white television, 
days late in the broadcast because we didn't have instantaneous television. And just 71 years later, look at everything that has happened in this world. Look where we are with global, instantaneous global information communication systems, the jet age of, of air travel, uh, landing on the moon, space shuttles, deep space probes, uh, deep fake <laughs> video and audio and, and internet and cell phones. And I mean, I could just go on and on. I mean, it's like science fiction, this explosion of technology, artificial intelligence, CRISPR-Cas9, genetic editing, genetic engineering, on and on and on. I could it's, like we're, it's, it's like a, we're inside a movie. I, I used to make fun of those like left behind movies and all that because they always had Kirk Cameron in them. So I, yeah. I said yeah. to somebody the yeah. other day, hey, I haven't seen Kirk Cameron yet, like on my street. So yes, that, right. I, know right. it's, I know no, it's I know it's not the actual end. But I've got people now debating on my Facebook page pre-trib or mid-trib. And, and this is so Listen. it's so terrible. People are saying, hey, this is like the tribulation, you know, these kinds mm -hmm. of things where the whole world stops and go go into your house. I mean, this is the this is just a taste, isn't it, of what the great tribulation will be like. Yes, that's what I'm getting to. And yeah, yeah, we need to stop all of this foolishness of debating pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. Um, I've got my opinion. If somebody were to ask me and give me 30 minutes to lay out the scriptures, I could state my, my, my position. But the bottom line is, it doesn't matter. It's going to happen as God decrees it as at his timetable. When he says go, it's going to happen. In the meantime, we're just here breathing this air for a few little measly decades, 60, 70, 80, 90, if we're blessed. And in the midst of it, we're living in a fallen creation. Satan is the prince of the power of the air. He's the God, little g, of this age. The Bible says that. Jesus calls him that. The man of lawlessness, the son of perdition, the Antichrist, is just around the corner a According to the Word of God, everything is lining up. Israel is back. The Ezekiel 38 nations that were prophesied 2,800 years ago to align themselves in a coalition and come against a returned Israel. They are already aligning themselves. The Middle East is on fire. Uh, Arab Spring brought about the collapse of Syria into an irreconcilable civil war, which has put Russia and China and Iran and North Korea and Turkey in alliance with each other right off the pages of the Bible. We're Watching all of this happen at breakneck speed. International borders are collapsing. Terrorism abounds. Uh, uh, now these plagues and pandemics, and, and more than that, it's the panic that goes with it, much of it illogical panic, irrational panic that is driving people into frenzies and into irrationally giving up their rights, their constitutional rights, their liberty, their freedom, uh, all in the name of peace and safety, peace and safety. Somebody save us. Somebody do something. And the scripture said, all of those things would happen to a generation and much more. We're, we, I don't know. Listen, I've, I've told people this. If the end time is represented by a gigantic room, and that is at the end times, everything that's going to fit in there, the return of Israel to the revelation of the Antichrist to the return of Jesus Christ, if that's represented by a giant room, I am not a date setter. I never have been. I'm not going to be one on your program. I don't know where we are, but I can tell you this. We're in the room. We have stepped through the door. We, 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 and this happened several years ago. It probably happened when Israel returned. But we are in the room. It might be another generation or two or three before the Lord returns. But I don't think it's going to be that long. Bottom line is, you ask me what I make of all of this, here's the deal. The COVID-19 
virus is real, it hurts people, it kills people, it sickens people. I am not disparaging that. I am not making fun of it. I am not mocking it. It is nothing compared to the Spanish flu. It is nothing compared to the death rate of the regular seasonal flu. It is nothing compared to the death rate of SARS and MERS and all of that yet. It could be. It could be as bad or worse than any of those. But right now, it doesn't appear that that's going to be so. These viruses work their way through cycles. They mutate. People get uh, immune. We develop vaccines. We develop medications, etc. I praise God for our medical advancement and technology and good, smart people that are working on this and the hand of God that sustains us. But the bottom line is what scares me, excuse me, not scares, what concerns me, because see, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So I don't walk in fear. My concern, my angst is, is not this particular virus as much as the aftermath, because here's the deal. We've watched for the first time in human history. We now communicated instantaneously around the world, the nations, the governments, the peoples. We travel around the world almost instantaneously. I, I, up until this, you know, the jet travel suspension, I'd get on an airplane. I travel the world all the time. I can be anywhere in the world in a day, a day and a half at the most, anywhere. And most of the time I can be all across seven or eight time zones in just, you know, eight or nine, ten hours. Boom. I mean, this is unbelievable. And so now we went to bed a few weeks ago thinking that tomorrow was going to be fairly similar to today. We woke up to a world on fire with panic and, and dread and misery and depression and, 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 and pure pandemonium because of the, uh, you know, this, this, this virus and the, and the irrational fear whipped up by governments, politicians, the medical industry, yes, the medical industry all vying for, for money and for grants and for positions at the big boy table and wanting fame and fortune. And the media sees it as an opportunity to get Trump out of office, hopefully to disparage him. The politicians are vying for power, never let a good crisis go to waste. And, and, and overnight, our constitutional rights in the United States have been stripped from us. We've got governors that are releasing convicts out of prison in the name of peace and safety while telling the citizens of their states, you must shelter in your home, and if you come out, we'll put you in jail. Law-abiding citizens who one day, the day before, were, were working people, business owners, attorneys, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. I mean professional people, are now cordoned off in their homes by edicts of the governors while that same governor is releasing convicted felons from prison to the streets. You know, uh, Pastor Carl, one of the one of the websites I read every morning is called Zero Hedge. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. I'm familiar with it. Uh, They do have a little bit of conspiracy theories, but, you know, so you read everything there and you don't always necessarily take everything, you know, uh, as, as fact, but they had published a story a few weeks ago, very, very early on in this crisis uh, about a uh, Chinese scientist and uh, his potential involvement in a lab there uh, in, in China where this, this all broke out. And uh, it was sort of a speculative article like this guy is connected to it. Well, as time has gone by, it's starting to become more true. But in the meantime, uh, their Twitter account was was suspended permanently for publishing that that story. And it seems like the more we're finding out about this, whether it was 
uh, completely natural, naturally created virus or whether there was some type of, um, you know, man-made, you know, factors in it, you know, bioweapon type things. Um, It it seems like there's 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 something more to this. I, I don't exactly know, you know, what, but it just seems like. There's something more to this. You know, here's China well, there is. W- with a, more than a billion people and they say they only had like 80,000 cases and now it's completely gone. And, uh, you know, it, it's just something's not right about it. it, it but there is this yeah. now this narrative. If you get out of this lane and you you even suggest, well, hey, maybe we should look into this. You know, the, you know, we need to if you do that, they're taking away your social media account altogether. Yes. Uh, it's it's insane. Yes. What do you think is going on with that? Well, I can tell you, no, there is something else, and that's what I'm building to. Please forgive me for taking so long, but I'm trying to – I just wanted to build a foundation before no, I no, you're fine. what I said, and I'm almost there. And I can say to you, yes, what you just said is true. The, the, the social media ministry that I belong to, the PNN News Ministry Network, we've got oh, 15, 16 Facebook pages along with all kind of blogs and Twitter accounts, et cetera. And we just disperse, you know, information everywhere because of that. Several of our Facebook accounts, um, they're still up and running and you would think that they're perfectly fine. Uh, and the same information that I'm giving your audience right now, we've been posting on Facebook, all just facts and figures and stats and biblical information and nothing outlandish, nothing deep conspiracy theory, just dealing with what is. And we are, are we've just a few days ago started being shadow banned for posting this information. And so what's happened is we've got several Facebook accounts, for example, that get 60, 70,000 views a day that are now getting 10 and 20 views a day overnight as soon as we started uh, publishing the real facts, the real figures, coming right off of like CDC and then comparing them to other diseases and the, and, and, and the exact hot zones around the world of this thing and how they're, how they're connected, and, and then talking about the prophetic possible prophetic connections, etc. They absolutely have shut us down without kicking us off. They think that we're going to just give up and walk away and get frustrated, and we're not. I don't, I don't care. So my, my life is not dependent upon social media. I use them. I don't let them use me. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so anyway, but yes, the shutting down of information. Now, now that ought to concern us because what I was saying was, so overnight, our rights are stripped overnight. The whole world, the whole world. I mean, all the governments, if you notice, all of them quarantining their citizens, all of them taking away rights, all of them determining the size of groups that can meet in public or in private. All of them just following an agenda, lockstep order. All of them around the world overnight, and here's what I'm saying. Either this has been highly orchestrated and planned, and that sounds deeply conspiratorial, but remember, I was a cop for years, and all crimes are committed with a conspiracy behind them, so you've got to kind of think through it. Either that is, is going on, or like Rahm Emanuel so famously said, you know, Obama's top advisor, chief of staff, uh, never let a good crisis go to waste. So either it was heavily orchestrated from the beginning and maybe even man-made, or it was something that happened naturally, and immediately the evil, the evil people, the masters of the universe, jumped on top of it and started orchestrating what we're now watching, this worldwide pandemonium. That's the pandemic. And so the bottom line is what I was saying. This virus does not concern me 
near as right now it's nowhere near the killer that the flu has been in the United States. We, we've lost fifty. We've done fifty thousand funerals with the flu in this flu season. Uh, we've done two to three thousand. Well, about three thousand funerals with uh, COVID, and I'm not disparaging any of them. I mean, we're talking numbers, but we're talking three thousand families and lives. I, I get that. Yeah, and this this is the thing where if if you go on to social media and you say. Uh, well, look, there's this other disease and we have this many deaths, but we don't shut down the whole country. It's like immediately right. you're swarmed upon like you can't make that comparison. Yes. And yes. It, it's it, yeah. yeah, it's like a like there's this delusion that people have. And, and I'll it say is. I'll say, look, I'm not saying the flu is COVID-19. I'm not saying the chicken pox is COVID-19. I'm just saying that can't we just look at numbers? Yeah, so yeah. so like in the early stage of this, I was saying, well, there's 90 people a day dying on the highways. Do we shut down the highways? And then immediately they swarm on you and say, you can't compare a car accident to COVID-19. COVID-19 is a disease and a car accident is a car accident. Obviously, I know well, that. So compared but disease they, to disease. Right. Yeah. But they can't they can't uh, process that. And so what the president has tried to do, which is what we've always done in this country with natural disasters, is to say, we're going to take this one day at a time. So we're going to look at this in, in a couple of weeks. It's going to be Easter. And I'd love for us to all be out from under this these restrictions in Easter. You can't do that. You cannot say that in two weeks. And now they're saying it's going to be at least at least 30 days, maybe 60 days. This uh, Anthony Fauci, this doctor of immunology, he's saying now, even though all of these computer simulations are saying like maybe as many as 80,000 today, he comes out and says millions Millions will get the disease and 100 to 200,000 will die. It's almost like whatever, whatever the the top line is, the, 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 the watermark is today, tomorrow he's going to come out with something bigger and the time frame is going to get bigger. And I don't know where this ends because I posted on my social media how many people are dying because of the shutdown. Because people are yep. committing suicide, yep. there's child abuse going on. People are going through marriage crises because they're locked in a house with 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 their spouse that they're not used to being locked in their house with. Uh, people are losing their jobs and and having heart attacks, and all of these things are happening. So it's not just a zero sum game. And then where does all this money come from? So already they've got two trillion, but they say that's just not even a scratch of the scratch, not even a scratch of the surface, but not even a scratch of the scratch. So they're talking about. Trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars. And it's it's almost like whatever that top watermark is of dollars and delays and the people that are going to die. It's like tune in tomorrow, folks, because we got an even worse story to tell you tomorrow. And I don't know how they're looking out 30 and 60 days to know all of this is going to yeah. happen. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in a week because it's warm weather now and this and that. Maybe, you know, let's be optimistic. Maybe in a week it'll all be better and, and it'll start declining. I mean, maybe not. But but why can't we just kind of work it as as we go? Yeah. Well, again, let me apologize for taking so long to get to my point. But let me just go ahead and wrap it up. Because sure. It's it's it's, it's I, yeah. I, I mean, I. I I, you're so gracious to have me on your show. See, I'm I'm spoiled. And we have I, no I commercials, so you have as much time can, as you need here. I can take my pulpit and preach for a solid hour and uh, just stay from point A to point Z. There you go. <laughs> it's, it's much more difficult to do that in interviews, and I understand that. But the bottom line is this, brother. 
So even though I'm not setting dates, I've said we're in the room. There, there can be no doubt. There can be no doubt. I mean, with Israel's return, 71 years the other side, look, where, for the first time in history, there's a global epidemic. We've had global epidemics. The, the, the Spanish flu, 1918, the lar- one of the largest killers on the planet that the planet had ever seen, swept the planet, millions, tens and tens and tens of millions of people. Uh, and, and, and then right on, this, this year, 55,000 people with the flu in our own nation. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 31 million people infected with the flu, 350,000 hospitalizations. Doesn't even come close to what COVID is right now. And I know COVID could get worse, but the bottom line is we're in the room. The evil masters of the universe are watching this. And by the way, let's not forget what the Apostle Paul told us 2,000 years ago in Ephesians 6. He said, look, your battle's not really against these masters of the universe sitting in the halls of power around the world. Your battle is against the prince of the power of the air and the demonic realm in another dimension. It's an interdimensional battle. It is deep. It is dark. It is filthy. They're playing for keeps. They're playing for blood. And it's all attached to the thrones of the earth. That's what I wrote about in my book, Gods and Thrones. That's what I wrote about in my book, Gods of Ground Zero. That's what I wrote about in my book, Gods of the Final Kingdom. That's what I've written about in my latest book that just came out. And when I wrote it, I had no idea how prophetic it was going to be. I had no idea that the things I wrote about would pop into existence in our lifetime, much less within a few weeks of the book coming out. And that book is called Masquerade. And it talks about all the lying and the masquerading that will go on in the last days to bring about this one world order. And we're watching it happen. And I'm telling you, I am not saying that this is that, okay? I know there are you know, uh, people listening right now that are already calling the CIA saying, you should listen to these idiots. They, they think it's the end of time. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm not saying this is that, but the Bible says there will be a that. And the Bible also says that the whole world will be communicating. The whole world will eventually take a mark. The whole world will eventually cry out to one person and one big governmental organization, save us, give us peace, give us safety. Well, you take a mark or you don't eat, you don't work. Okay, we'll take the mark. The whole world will see it at once. The whole world will be mesmerized by the signs and wonders that will be worked, which are in accordance with the work of Satan. The whole world. I mean, it goes on and on in the Word of God about the demonic outpouring. Jesus himself said, in those days, people will be dying of heart attacks because of the fear and the dread that's in their lives. Jesus said that even the very elect could be deceived in those days if it were possible. I'm talking about this is what the Word of God says. So I'm saying to this generation, we woke up one day and we are now making history. It's an infamous way to make it, but we, never has this happened. We're instantaneously, the whole globe surrounded itself around the spirit of fear. See, the Bible says, but to God's people, God has not given us that spirit of fear, but we've been given by the Holy Spirit the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. What is irrational, illogical fear that says we'll give up our safety, our rights, we'll give up, I mean, not our safety, our freedom, our rights, we'll give up everything if you can give us safety. That is the spirit of fear. It is demonic, and overnight it swept this planet. Never has that been able to happen before in any generation before us. So what I'm saying is, Jim, even though, listen, this may prove to be that. This may prove to be exactly what the Antichrist system is going to use to 
to to pull all of this together and to bring Scripture just bursting on the scene. But I'm saying, even if it's not, even if, if this virus works its cycle and it clears up and it finally goes the way of the flu, of course it all comes back in the fall. It all comes back in December, and then the politicians are going to jump all over it right about election time. And Oh, we need to quarantine ourselves again. Shut down the borders. Shut down the states. We've got to do everything online. Let's vote. I know what. Even though the Mueller report says that Russians can manipulate us, let's vote online. Yes, that's a good idea. See, all of this stuff is right around the corner, perhaps. And what I'm saying is, if this is not that, that being the prophecies in the Word of God, by the way, only the Bible has these prophecies about what's happening today. The Quran doesn't have them. The Hindu Vedas doesn't have them. The teachings of Buddha doesn't have them. Nostradamus doesn't have them. The astrology charts don't have them. But but the Word of God tell everything we're watching happen, everything, including the return of Israel and everything after that, comes right off the pages of God's Word. My book, Masquerade, is about that. And so I'm saying that at the very least, the masters of the universe, they're grooming us. Satan is grooming us. They're watching. They watch churches close down overnight. Pastors said, yes, sir, to the government and shut their doors. Christians are running and hiding in corners and wetting their pants. Not all of them. But a lot of them are. I, I deal with them. I, I, I'm and some of this, some of this doesn't doesn't really make logical sense. So, for example, no. here in Florida, we have some of the most beautiful state parks and federal parks, and on all these beautiful beaches, where you know, granted, there are some beaches like in Miami where people are like elbow to elbow. But generally speaking, if you visit the Florida beaches, like where I live here in Northeast Florida, I mean, you could be on the beach and not see another person. Uh, because there's such a yeah. large area and you would think that this would be the time to have people get out of your house, go on a nature yep. hike, uh, go to the yep. beach, uh, ride your bicycle, go do these things. But they 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 say all of this is shut down. Go back to your house. But yet they're letting 40 to 50,000 people a day, according to our governor here in Florida, fly from New York City into Florida from the hot spot. And they're, of course, elbow to elbow in the line to get on the plane. Then they're all breathing the recirculated air and sitting elbow to elbow in the plane. So you figure on a flight of 250 people, let's say two or three of them uh, have COVID-19. Now the whole plane is exposed. But and so it's not rational what they're doing. And then I, I read that this uh, distribution of this money and a lot of people don't know this, but but it's it's public knowledge that they're they're looking at setting up a digital wallet for each American to receive this money. And and I don't know what the requirements will be to get this digital wallet. But when I read that, that gave me chills because I thought, well, they shut everything down and now you, you need this money because you have no way to earn a living. And in, then in order to get it, you have to get the digital wallet to receive the money. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, this is what I'm saying. You, you, you've you said it, Jim. You've given more examples of what I've been saying all along. It's not the virus that concerns me near as much as all of the details that the masters of the universe are watching, grooming, putting into place. And so even if this is not that, this is a teaching moment. This is a school. This is a test tube. This is a, a Petri dish. Um, it, we we are being we are being manipulated psychologically, spiritually. See, that's what Jesus meant. I do believe when he said, "Look, even the very elect 
could be deceived if that were possible. And I, and, and I think I see that right here in my own little microcosm here along the Gulf Coast where I've been pastoring. I'm watching Christians and pastors. I've watched them quake in their boots, even good friends of mine, pastors who have just stood boldly against so many matters of, of filth and evil down through the decades we've ministered together. But this, overnight, they shut the churches down, bowed to the government, cowered in a corner. And now some of them are talking to me saying, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Oh, my gosh, I was an idiot. Oh, my gosh. See, it's like the scriptures coming alive, Jim, where they were deceived for a little bit, but now they're not because they truly are men of God. And that now they're seeing what you and I are talking about. They're getting it. And they're thinking, oh, my gosh. And, and now there's a pandemonium among pastors because they realize this is more prophetically serious than we ever thought. Because it's not the virus that's the real, real, real issue here to, for God's people. Listen, I was live on my own show Friday afternoon, and that same day, the New York Times, an op-ed was printed blaming evangelical Christians for the COVID epidemic. The New York Times, brother. The New York Times. New York City is ground zero for infection rates and death rates. And the New York Times is like the Emperor Nero declaring the Christians did it. The Christians did it. It's like the Roman Empire days. When ne when Rome was on fire, Nero blamed the Christians. The New York Times did that just a couple days ago. Wow. Right, right behind that, Gordon Brown, the past prime minister of Great Britain, comes out all in the headline news of international news sites saying we need a one-world government. There needs to be a, quote, new world order. These are his words. We need a government, a leader, a one-world government that can deliver our world. We are now a global community. We need to be delivered through this crisis and future crises just like it. This happened just days ago. These jump right off the pages of Scripture, brother. And I'm telling you, if nothing else, all of this is being used to set up the real thing. And it may turn out that this is the real thing. That's now, in, in your book, Masquerade, in our last few minutes yeah. here, um, yeah. do you get into, I'm assuming, a lot about the Antichrist? And I know you're a big supporter of Trump, as, as I am as well. And how do you kind of make sense of Trump? going along with all of this hysteria, because in the beginning of this, he was saying, well, wait a minute. Now, the, the flu has this many cases and we don't shut the country down for the flu. But then all of a sudden, somewhere along about a week or 10 days into this, all of that went away. Somebody behind the scenes must have told him, you can't say any of that anymore. You've got to go along with, with all of this. What are your thoughts yeah. on Trump yeah. and, and the Antichrist uh, at some point in the future, of course? Okay. Yeah, you asked me two or three different questions. Yes, my book does deal heavily with the Antichrist, it, but, but, but it's not your typical book about the Antichrist or the end times. I just look at what is, what the Scripture says. I deal with what scholars have been saying all along. I do the word studies, but I bring it to life in short little chapters, and, and, and I write it in the same way that I'm speaking right now so people can just get it and see it and feel it, taste it, touch it, smell it. And the book masquerade, and, but it, it, it's very positive. It's encouraging. It ends with a PowerPoint. 
punch positive message. So I don't want people thinking it's just I am not going to read gloom and doom. Not these. I'm not going to read that book. No, it's not a gloom and doom book. Now, having said that, we move into your question about Trump and the Antichrist system and him seemingly being swayed by the the masters of the universe. Yes, I noticed and thought the very same thing you just said, because I heard him say, because I was saying it too on my radio show, the same stuff, like, look, COVID virus is real. It's going to hurt people. It's going to kill people. We do have to get a grip on it. We might have to, you know, to make some adjustments in our lives as a nation, like, uh, you know, this, but, 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 but think about, we just did 50 thousand funerals for the flu and we're still in the midst of flu season and 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 it's and people are still dying from the flu and the flu leads to pneumonia and people die from pneumonia and flu leads to heart attacks in some people and people die of heart attacks and so there's probably more than 50,000 flu related deaths and 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 six and 31 million infections and 350,000 hospitalizations and so i was saying the same things and then i heard donald trump saying i was saying well great i mean at least there's some sense of rationality and then i heard him cave just like you said, like a week later, it was like, oh, no, no, we can't compare it to that. And I'm thinking, whoa, 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 what changed? See, somebody got to him. I don't know who. I don't know how. I don't know how serious it is. I don't know who would have that kind of power. Uh, maybe he just truly just changed his mind. That would disappoint me greatly. Now, again, please hear me. I am not, you know, <laughs> it's like somebody say, you're a racist. I'm not a racist. I, I've got a lot of friends of color. You know, you're always having to defend yourself. Um, I am not disparaging COVID-19. There's a lot about it we don't know. This could turn out to be 10 times worse than the flu. It could, but I don't think it's going to based upon all of the numbers and trends and everything that I'm hearing from medical professionals. I don't think so. I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor, but I'm saying that when you compare disease to disease, death is death, Jim. And people say, well, you can't compare the flu. Well, 55,000 people died. And right now there's 3,000 people dead with COVID and, and and the season's almost over with. I don't think we're going to get to 55,000 or anything near that. I could be wrong. I'm going to have to eat these words. But right now, I'm just saying, folks, day by day by day, get rational. Calm down, Christians. Quit walking around in fear and depression and anxiety. So, yes, I saw this happen with Trump. I don't know what's going on with that. And I I know I, I think he's really taking some 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 uh, some very sober uh, uh, thought, and I think he's surrounding himself with all the information he can get. But we already know we already know the deep state is deeply entrenched in Washington. He's already been spied upon, lied about, tape recorded. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he's already been undermined, betrayed. There's no telling what else is going on now because because the other side is tasting blood in the water now. They hate him. They want him out. If he wins this election, let me go ahead and say when he wins this election, he will be the most powerful he's ever been, and he knows stuff on all of them. And they know he knows it, and they're trying to get him out before he can pull the trigger on him and put him in prison or whatever else that he needs to do. And this, And you're watching this disease being used, this virus being used, it's real, and it's killing people, and it's bad, but it is being used politically. If anybody doesn't believe it, look at the pork in the $2 trillion that was just passed. Look at the pork. It is useless with COVID, but the enemy 
packed it in. They don't care about us. They don't care about our health. They care about their power, their influence, their money, enriching their constituents to get their votes and their money to put Donald Trump out of office. Yeah, if you look at the uh, itemization, we posted some of this online this week, like the, uh, the, the Kennedy Center in Washington, which is a beautiful venue, and they deserve to get help like everybody else is going to get help. But they were especially itemized to get $35 million. And and I, I put that up on my Facebook and a couple people said, yeah, but why should Jim, why should they not get their share? So, well, they should get their share, but, but the money's there for everyone to apply for. Their employees would be entitled to it as an organization. They would nonprofit. They could apply for some of this money, but they were specifically listed in there for this $35 million. And, and, and as you said, this is uh, an opportunity for them to sneak a lot of things yeah. through. They, well, did, they don't even have a record of who voted or not it's only a voice vote and i guess the one uh republican from i believe it was kentucky who said wait a minute we should have an on the record vote uh everybody's upset with this guy um, all the way up to the white house um it's uh, we're moving trillions of dollars around here and we don't even know who's voting for this and dr ron paul who's another doctor, he's a medical doctor, and he's well-respected, and he's been around for a long time, and it's been buried in the news. In fact, it's so buried on social media, I can only share it on my Telegram account, which is not censored, uh, that, that Ron Paul says the greatest issue here is what the government is going to do in overreacting to this, that he is saying that the cure, the government, is worse than the virus. That's Dr. Ron That's Paul. That's exactly what I've been saying for the last 30, 40 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So, except he said it way better than I, and, and, and much more educated than I, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not the virus that's the problem. It's the panic. It's the fear. It's the, it's the wicked people watching us panic and fear and scramble around and hide in corners and church doors shut, and the wicked are going, ah, that's all it took to get all the churches shut? Wow. And they're grooming us, and they're watching us. And the next thing you know, they put us in our homes under penalty of, of jail and fines. And California said, we'll shut off your power and your water if you get – oh, and by the way, you can come out of your homes, but you need a permission slip from the government. I, I, I kid you not. You've got to get a piece of paper. You've got to register with the government to move about freely. It's unbelievable. And they, they shut people down all the gun shops so people can't buy guns. Yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking, and, well, what's and, the what's the deal with out. that? Why would you shut down firearms if that's yeah, if somebody has a right to buy a firearm and they're they're legally background checked and all that? Why would you start shutting those down? It, yeah. What does that have yeah. to do with anything? Yeah, it's Occam's razor. You know, when the simplest solution is right before your eyes, that's probably the answer. Uh, yeah, what what does shutting down the gun shops? What, why why would the left want to do that when they're in the process of locking us in our homes? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Why would they want to do that right before an election that could change the whole world? Yeah, I, I wonder. Well, anyway, brother, this is what I'm talking about. I agree with Dr. Paul. It's not the virus that's the real problem here. It's the aftermath. And that's what I was warning my church about this morning, very rationally, a lot calmer than I'm being right now. <laughs> but, but right from the scriptures, just helping my church to get a grip and to understand. And listen, I'm just going to say to your listeners, if they're, and I don't want to turn this into a preaching evangelical thing, but, but, but I'm a pastor. I'm a Christian. I'm just going to say, if, if, if you've never gotten right with God through Jesus Christ before, now's the time. I mean, I mean, can't you see? 
can't you see if this is not that, it is at least a setup for what the Bible says is going to come in one generation. And so now you have not only seen, see, I've been preaching for well over a decade that the world has now positioned itself with its technology that a global panic could be created, that a global lockdown could happen, and that an antichrist figure could rise. Well, people have listened to me, and, you know, yeah, well, and then they chuckle, chuckle, well, yeah, there's a, some of that conspiracy theory stuff. Well, now we're living it. Now we're living it. Not to say that I'm always right about everything. I'm not. But, but I was right about that. Now, overnight, the whole world basically is in a lockdown mode, and rights are being stripped, and people are giving them up freely without even questioning. I mean, some are. We are. But billions of people around the globe are saying yes, sir, to the government. And whatever the government says, in America, the largest con Christian nation on the face of the earth, supposedly, China's right behind us with the underground church. But, but think of it, the, 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 no constitutional republic ever in the history of the planet like ours, the wealth, the power, the freedom, constitutional rights given to the people, gone overnight under penalty of law and hardly a whimper from the population and most of the pastors of this nation shut the doors to their churches and went and hid and if this is not it like yeah. you said if this is not it what's happening right now it's one heck of a dress rehearsal <laughs> that's what i'm saying and i'm I mean, saying i'm not shaming i'm not trying to shame people i'm saying church wake up and people wake up. If you're not right with the Lord God, the biblical way through Jesus Christ, it's time to get right. And then just get out there and enjoy life. Do life. We live in the midst of Satan's kingdom, and we are here to be ambassadors for the coming kingdom of Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says. That's what our life and breath is about. It's not seeing how rich and powerful and wealthy and comfy we can get and how fluffy and shiny everything is in our life. It's about are we advancing the kingdom of God. Now, in the midst of all of that, I desire and will fight to preserve this constitutional republic. Listen, I don't worship the Constitution. I don't worship the government or a president, even though I support Donald Trump. I do not worship or hang on every word he says. But here's my point. What's the alternative? When they get Donald Trump out of office, what's the alternative? We know what's going to happen. They're already showing us and telling us exactly what they will do if they can ever herd us into a group like cattle. They're trying it now. They're, doing, they're locking us in our homes, brother. So I'm saying... It is time for God's people to wake up and to understand that all of this preaching and teaching, all the stuff you've been saying amen to in the Bible because you didn't think it would ever happen to you, so it was easy to say amen. Well, here we are. It's happening to us. And at least it's a dress rehearsal, as you just said, Jim. And it's being brought to life. We're living it. We're living in the midst of it. I know some people are listening to me and to us right now thinking that we're overreacting. But I'm just going to make this point again very, very calmly. There's never been a generation before us to wake up to what we just woke up to. Never. Oh, there's been plagues and pestilences. There's been worldwide death. But we've never had the ability to instantaneously pump the information to the world and for the world to communicate with each other such that literally within a day or two, the whole world was in lockstep to an agenda. Never has that been available to humankind before. 
until just a few days ago. And Pastor Carl, really as we as we close out our last minute or two here, tell people about the new book, how they can get it, and then all the different ways they can connect up with you. I know some of your sermons are available on streaming and, and other resources and, and your Facebook account. So give us that information yeah. again. Okay. Thanks. I don't have much time, of course, so I'll make it very quick and simple, and people can do some research. Just my name, Carl Gallops, C-A-R-L-G-A-L-L-U-P-S, carlgallops.com, just my name.com. You can start there. Everything is there. My newest book, Masquerade, all my books, you can order from me. You can get them from Amazon. You can get them anywhere good books are sold. It's by a major Christian publisher, Defender Publishers. Uh, from there, you can click and go to our church website. You can see everything there on how to follow us, how to be a part of what's happening. We have not closed our doors. We're one of the only few churches, not the only, one of the very few churches on the Gulf Coast that has not, and the Lord is using us powerfully. It's unbelievable. But the bottom line is carlgallops.com. My latest book is Masquerade. People that have read it, have it, it, it's only been released a couple of weeks, but they're already commenting everywhere in social media saying they're really loving it, and it's giving them great perspective right now. And wow, what, what a great uh, thing you got here, the foreword by Pat Boone. That, yeah, that, that was wrote the forward. That was fantastic, yeah. huh? I mean, I can yeah, still remember. He and I developed a relationship some years ago, and he read the manuscript, and he asked me, can I please write the forward to this book? I a said, white yes, sport brother, coat you. and a pink carnation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're too young to know that song, Pastor Carl. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, but I do know about it. <laughs> Very good. Well, God bless, sir. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being with us. And I, I, I'm sorry that we didn't spend more time like talking about the book, but it's sort of like the book has come no, alive. So no. this all worked out in yeah. either case. So yeah, no, I'm not fascinating. A, yeah, I'm not a book salesman, brother. I, I appreciate <laughs> you just letting me mention it, but I've enjoyed this ministering to you and to your people and to the world. God bless you. Thank you very much. God bless, sir. Thank you for being with us. Wow. Yep, what a what a great uh, interview. I, I honestly I didn't know it was going to be like that much about coronavirus and everything that's going on. And, uh, it, you know, listening to some of the things he was saying, I'm almost afraid. I'm almost afraid now to post this on, you know, online. But I, I guess we'll do it. And if next week there's no show and no podcast, you know what happened. So <laughs> we'll, we'll just keep uh, moving forward until they take it all away. So that's how it's going to roll. All right, folks, thanks for joining us. Remember, we do have the replay several times a week on TalkStreamLive.com. Um, you can uh, also get all the details on all the download locations over at Jim Paris radio.com and for all of my social media links including facebook and twitter and youtube all of that is linked at christianmoney.com and don't forget to join us uh, over at telegram on the new uncensored channel that we have over at telegram all of those details are linked up on our facebook page as well remember if it's sunday night it's jim paris live we'll talk to you next time What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.